the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha, your source for real estate market updates and strategies and answers to your real estate lending questions. Now, to provide you with insight and help you navigate the constantly changing world of real estate lending, here's your host, financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk. Oh, good afternoon, Bay Area. I hope everyone is enjoying their fantastic Tuesday. Misha Dimitruk, NMLS 694427 here, branch manager from the sunny Santa Cruz office, joining you as I do every Tuesday from 2 to 3 to help you be aware of all of the changes and the interesting information that's taking place in real estate lending. Now, I have been part of home lending since 1996, and that's afforded me a tremendous education and an opportunity of being exposed to a lot of different circumstances that I bring to the table for all of my clients to be able to use those pieces of information that I gain and that education that I've earned to help you have a smoother, more successful transaction to set yourselves up for success on the goals that you are seeking to achieve. Now, my job here as a loan originator is to help you understand the options available to you to provide you with education and information so that you make decisions, informed decisions that you not only feel good about, but you feel comfortable with the information because you understand it. If you find yourself in a real estate transaction and you're not getting the education that you need in order to feel confident about the choices that are required of you to make on a timely manner, please let me know. If you're looking to figure out what your next step is in order to achieve your goals and set your progress on a course to get to the finish line sooner than later, and you're finding maybe you need a stronger strategy, please let me know. I'm here to help you. And every piece of information that I bring in, every call that I get from all of the listeners, every text message that comes to me, I'm able to use that information to bring it back around to the greater good of our community and help people understand more. And that's really all this show is about, is about helping you understand so that you can get where you'd like to go. 831-435-0385 is my phone number. You can call or text me there. Email is Misha, M-E-S-H-A at EssexMortgage.com. You can find me also on Facebook or LinkedIn. Now, for those of you new to the show, I do a weekly challenge at the end of the show and we review it the following week. Last week's challenge was about improving your cash flow. And I got some great response on this. Um, Sometimes it's really a matter of helping people understand where to save a little bit of money, where to look back and double check that things aren't just kind of getting swept under the rug or caught up in the cyclone of auto pays. So uh, the, the challenge was really to see if there's a way for you to find money in the bills you already pay. Review your interest rates on the debt that you owe on. Find out, can you be 
making better headway with the same payment? Could you be paying less interest? Have you reviewed the auto pays that you have set up? Do you have any services that you're paying for that you're just not utilizing? Let's see if we can find money. Um, and, and this all came out of a conversation where we were talking about finding money in the laundry when now after pandemic is, is waning and people are getting out more, it's really a matter of you're putting money in your pocket again. And then sometimes it comes out back through the dryer and you think, aha, I found this money. This is the same philosophy here. We're putting everything through the wash, taking a good look at it. And when it comes out clean, we want to understand where does it all belong? So I had a great conversation with Ryan who did not know that he had the ability to contact his creditors and ask for a lower interest rate. Ryan was able to reduce the interest rate on three of his credit cards. The first one gave him absolute confidence to call the others. He reduced the interest rate on all of them. He's relatively new to the credit world in that he's probably got a credit history that's three or four years old at this point. And so he's gained enough credit worthiness that now all of those original credit ratings that he had when he opened the accounts were so much better that they could not be happier to accommodate his request. So fantastic news for you, Ryan. I'm really excited that you were able to do that. Um, Nona, likewise, called because she had a credit card that she just wasn't going to use because the interest rate on it was so high. And um, so she contacted me and asked, you know, do you think if I asked them, they would reduce it, even though I'm not using this card presently. And I said, there's really no harm in asking. She contacted them. Not only did they give her a lower interest rate, but they gave her a 0% APR offer to bring over a balance from another card. Now, Nona is able to take the payment she was making on that other card and dramatically chip away at that balance because she has 0% interest. By the time that 0% interest is up, her balance will be paid in full and she will have made a very, very strong strategic move for her financial gain. Awesome job, Nona. Now, Marsa contacted me because she went through and she has her and her husband and she went through all of the, the charges on across their credit cards and through their checking accounts. She said she started with the checking account and she only found one subscription that they weren't using. And she thought, well, I wonder what else we have. So she went through the credit card bills and she found a total of four subscriptions. Two of them seemed to be redundant. They weren't using all of them. She was able to cancel all three of the extras and renegotiate on the one that they were using for a better monthly cost for the same service and saved herself $50 a month. Awesome job, Martha. She could not have been more excited to have made this type of savings for herself finding money and savings opportunity by looking at the things that we have now just a little bit differently. So thanks everybody for all of the participation here. As always, I implore you, please continue to let me know how this information impacts you or the questions that you have about it, because this is, this is how I help you and help the fellow listeners get to their next level in financial stability. Now, we have some really exciting news for you today. Home inventory levels are up for all of you buyers out there who feel like there just haven't been enough homes out there, you're feeling the reality of the housing crunch, but we haven't really had a whole lot of properties seeing the market more than we have since 2017, 2016. We're up 9% year over year. That's the largest gain in inventory since 2017 which is fantastic because that means that there's more opportunity out there for you to find a home that you love. If you're a buyer 
if you're looking in the market right now and you really need to make sure that you get yourself into this housing market now while rates are still relatively low, while you are still excited about the opportunity, then please make sure that your pre-approval, formal, fully underwritten pre-approval is completely dialed in, that they have a credit pull that is within the last 90 days, and that you have reviewed the interest rate that you would be privileged to with your lender. Understand if they have a buffer built into that rate so that you know if the market shifts that you're not priced out at the price point that you're looking at. Understand what the reserve requirements might be. I have spoken to several people in the last week who did not have conversation with their originator about exactly what needs to be showing in their assets when the time comes that they get to closing. It was very confusing for them. They thought they needed to bring more money, set it in some sort of account. Um, you know, the, the concept of reserves is money that is yours that you can actually access that does not participate in the transaction. So it's not part of your down payment. It's not part of your closing costs, but it's funds that in, in an emergency, you have the ability to tap into that money. So for some people, that's a retirement account, whether you can take a loan against the retirement account or whether you have to take an outright withdrawal, paying taxes and early, any early penalties, early withdrawal penalties, those are accessible funds, things that you can actually get your hands on. You don't have to move them from their current allocation. So you don't have to turn around and turn that into cash and park it in your checking account. You don't have to deposit it with a lender into like an escrow account where your taxes and insurance will be paid from. You do have to have access to it. And not every loan requires that you have reserves. So definitely ask these questions when you're going through the monthly obligation and the estimated cash due at closing. If you're not getting that type of review with your lender when they're talking to you about whether or not you are pre-approved, I encourage you to ask for more time. These are really important factors. The estimates that you are given as you head into pre-approval set the tone. And if you're not reading all of that information or if you're not being provided an itemized breakdown of what those anticipated costs and fees will be, then I would encourage you to go back to them, ask for specifically that breakdown. You want to know exactly what the payment is that they're anticipating you will have if you purchase at that purchase price that they are offering you to be approved at. What exactly do you need to pay? And now take into consideration that that estimate is an estimate and that there are fees included that will be determined when the actual contract is written. In the specific purchase contract, different sets of fees can be allocated to buyer or seller. And it depends on the contract who's going to pay that. In an estimate where there isn't a property indicated, the fees should all be assigned to you, the buyer, as if you were going to pay everything. So in reality, depending on the market that you're shopping in, it's very likely that you will find your actual cash due to close is a little bit less because some of those fees will be picked up by the seller. Not all of them, but in a competitive market, having all of those allocated to you on the front side means that you could use that as negotiation tactic. If you know you're putting in an offer on a property that they will receive multiple offers on, you have the ability to say to your realtor, let's take some of that, that expense from the seller. Let's increase the money that they put in their pocket without changing the purchase price so much. And it, it definitely does make a difference. And I promise you, realtors definitely are looking at that and talking 
with their sellers about what the offer actually stipulates. So please, if you have questions about your formal pre-approval, if you haven't had the time to go line by line through an itemized estimate of closing costs and cash due from you in order to close on a transaction, take the time to get that taken care of today. Understand what your monthly obligation is expected to be. What is that estimate based on? What are they estimating your insurance to be? Do you have an understanding that the taxes that are seen online with a property are not the property taxes that you as a buyer will be paying on? We want to make sure that you are well-informed before you go into the purchasing process because there's plenty of other things for you to do throughout the purchase process. And there will be paperwork that you're going to have to provide for the loan process as well. But the more that you can get under your belt early, the more questions you can get answered in advance, the better you will feel, the more confident you will feel, and the best opportunity for you to enjoy this amazing purchase process would be to be comfortable and confident going into the transaction. Now, all of the professionals who are here to support you in this, your realtor, your lender, the title and escrow officers, even the appraiser, these are all professionals whose job it is to explain what it is that we are doing and how that benefits you. If you find you're not getting that information, or if you don't feel like this is being presented to you in a way that's digestible, please raise your hand and let them know that you would like it explained to you in a different way. Not everyone is going to understand the same pieces of information with the same explanation. So it's definitely our job to, in turn, provide you with an explanation that resonates with you and that can be absorbed and turned into comfort and peace of mind. We are going to take a break and we'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to Mortgage Matters with Misha. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha with financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk. All right, we gear a lot of our conversation on this show and and a lot of buying and selling conversations really are geared towards buyers and making sure that their finances are in order. But oftentimes I'm presented with the opportunity for a conversation with a seller. What is their plan after they sell after the closing happens, do they know what their financial options are? I had a client who put in an offer for on a for sale by owner property, and I contacted the seller to discuss the strength of the buyer's financing, and we got into a riveting conversation about what was their next step. What did they plan to do? Did they have their finances in order to make that next purchase and to be able to successfully navigate the waters ahead of them? Now, Bob, thanks, Bob, for your time. Bob and San Mateo and I had a fantastic conversation, and it really stemmed from a hint in a conversation. He said something along the lines of, well, hopefully, we'll figure it out. And I sort of hang on to that when people say they hope, because to me, that tells me that they may not have the strongest strategy or that they're just not certain about what their strategy is. So Bob and I got to talking about where what their goal is. And he and his wife were looking to sell this property. They'd, they'd owned it for 40 years. They'd raised a family there. All of their children were grown and had moved on and were now scattered somewhat around the country. Their goal was to find a place to live that was going to be fun. They weren't looking to just wither away in some retirement community. They didn't want to just stay isolated. They wanted to be able to explore. They wanted something that financially meets their needs gives them the the comfort of home, but the financial flexibility of being able to visit with their children for weeks at a time 
and then to be able to travel and fulfill their own personal retirement goals. And Bob sounded like a really nice guy who really had some living left to do in him. And it wasn't that he hadn't talked to people. He just hadn't really nailed down the path yet. So we had a conversation that really went along the lines of, well, what are you doing next? Well, we're thinking this, this, and this. And I asked, well, how are you going to make those decisions? And Bob said, well, you know, we have this money, but if we buy another house, we would just end up losing it all into the house. And then it's just stuck and trapped equity doesn't do anything for us. And it was obvious that the light bulb for Bob had gone off. And I brought to him reverse mortgage purchase. Bob had not heard of reverse mortgage purchase. He thought you could do a reverse mortgage in a refinance, but was not aware that he could take the proceeds of his purchase, excuse me, of his sale and apply a portion of that and do a reverse mortgage purchase where they're making their new home. And it absolutely, I could tell, it just changed how he was thinking about things because now they don't have to buy down in-house in order to save cash. They have the ability to put some cash down on the property, on the purchase, and finance the rest in a reverse mortgage purchase and use the remaining cash flexibility to enjoy their lives. And Bob was so excited. He went and got his, his wife, Iris, on the phone and Iris came out. And the next thing you know, the two of them were coming up with different strategies about where they were going to start exploring where they wanted their next homes to be because they had this new financing opportunity that no one else had presented to them. And so that was the spark. That's the moment. These are the times when my conversations with someone and the statements that they make allow me to use my experience and my expertise to pick up on what it is that they might be needing and what it is they might be missing and provide them some pieces to the puzzle for them to consider. Now, this is a lovely couple who's done a great thing by paying off their house here in the Bay Area, and they're going to walk away with a sizable amount of money. But what they do with it next, they know is imperative to their overall financial success. And they have years and years and years of life to enjoy if they make a smart move with this money. So for those of you out there who are selling a property, or even those who are looking to make a purchase, if you are above the age of 65, you have the opportunity to go out and do a reverse mortgage purchase. Now that is going to allow you, the limit on reverse mortgage is based on the age of the applicant and the zip code of the property. So it's going to be a little bit different for each person. Um, and it's going to allow for those of you who are six, excuse me, not 65, 62 and older, um, those of you who are married and have a spouse who is not of the age of retirement yet, 62, then you will be able to have a non-borrowing spouse who still receives all the benefits of reverse mortgage, which is no payments through the end of your period of time, whether that's your primary residence or you move into another facility or you sell the property outright. No payments for the, as long as those qualifying criteria remain. If that's something that changes the opportunity for you, give me a call, 831-435-0385. We'll be right back. It's Mortgage Matters with Misha. Once again, here's Misha Dimitruk. All right. We are seeing for the first time in a great many years uh, that the rise in applications for adjustable rate mortgages, commonly referred to as ARMS. 
Now, an adjustable rate mortgage is a loan that has a fixed introductory period where the interest rate does not change. They are displayed when you're looking at them in advertising as the fixed introductory period slash the period of time that the adjustments will be made thereafter. So if you see something advertised as 10 slash one, that means it's fixed for the first 10 years through the end of the 10th year. And then at the end of the 10th year, you will begin to adjust annually. Now we're seeing a lot more seven slash six or five slash six displays where it's fixed for the first five or seven years and then adjusts every six months thereafter. These are becoming more and more popular because the interest rate, the introductory rate is typically less than the 30 year fixed rate. Now the downside of the adjustable rate is that it is going to adjust at some point in the future, depending on what that fixed introductory period is. So for people who are making a purchase or financing right now, who know that they have a limited window where they're going to be at this property, and they're not interested in taking a 30-year fixed loan on it, because what they want is the lowest interest rate that they can possibly get in order to maximize their paying down of the loan, or just not spending as much on interest. Whatever the motivation is, an adjustable rate loan could be for you. The adjustable rate loan requires some education and some information so that you understand how these loans work. Because an adjustable rate loan can increase. You don't have that stability of a fixed rate for the life of the loan. You are fixed through the introductory period only. And after that time, it is a combination of the index, which is the market that that loan is tied to, plus a fixed margin. The margin will remain the same throughout the life of the loan, and the margin gets added to the index, and that is how they determine what rate you are paying on. Now, for those of you who are saying, I don't want my loan tied to a market, I want it to just be fixed, I want it to be stable, I don't want to have to think about it, then a 30-year fix is definitely going to be your best friend. If you're not going to be in that home for a great period of time, even if you plan to sell that property, it may allow you the financial flexibility to say, you know what, I, I don't need to sell this. I'm going to keep it as a rental because I know what the payment will be and I know what my rents would be from it. But for those of you who are looking for that upper leg, are looking to get into the property at a lower price point on a monthly obligation basis, or whether you know you have a short period of time in this property and it's just to your advantage to pay on that lower interest rate, the adjustable rate loan is still an absolutely outstanding option for you. So definitely go through those opportunities, the payment differences, and the adjustment period. There are lower introductory arms, such as a three-year or a five-year, and then there are longer, a seven and a 10. And those longer periods of time are going to give you a likely a higher interest rate because it's fixed for a longer period of time. But again, it's still going to give you a little bit more savings over the fixed rate loan. So definitely an opportunity to take a look at it. Additionally, we are still seeing in the market the interest only loan. Now, this is a loan that is going to maintain the balance. Typically, these are 30-year loans where you have an interest-only period for the first 10 years, and then the loan reverts to a 20-year principal and interest payment for the remaining 20 years. There are also 40-year interest-only loans where you have 10 years of interest-only, and then you have a 30-year fully amortized fixed rate for the life of the loan, 30-year principal and interest repayment. 
again, the flexibility that this type of loan or these types of loans affords you is going to be really optional for some people. It's going to optimize your cash flow. It's going to minimize your monthly expenses, but it may also afford you the opportunity of stretching your budget. So please take heart when you're looking to stretch into that next purchase. You may need to utilize a different set of loan tools in order to capture this property and have a payment that fits you and your family's needs. We're going to take a break and we'll be back in just a few minutes. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha with financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk. All right. Lots of people contact me and say, Misha, I'm really happy with the interest rate on my primary mortgage, but I really want to be able to tap into the equity that I gained over these last few years. How do I do that without disrupting the mortgage that I have on the property now? And the reality is you have two options. You have the option of a home equity line of credit or a home equity loan. A home equity line of credit and a home equity loan are both second lien positions, meaning they go behind the current loan that you have now. And in the event of any type of foreclosure or loss, they would be paid out after the primary mortgage. It's considered a lesser position. And that's why the interest rates on them are typically not as advantageous as a primary mortgage. Now, the home equity line of credit, referred to commonly as a HELOC, is an adjustable rate loan. It is adjustable forever. Typically, they're 30-year loans with a 10-year interest-only period where you can spend money, pay back, spend money, pay back for that first 10 years. At the end of the 10-year period, it becomes a 20-year principal and interest repayment-only loan in order to get to a zero at the end of the 20 years. That loan, that home equity line of credit will remain adjustable throughout the life of your loan. There are some institutions that were offering the ability to lock in certain portions of money. And for a fee, they would fix the rate on certain amounts of borrowed debt on those home equity lines of credit because it's essentially a credit card mentality tied to your property. And in that, they want to make sure that you're using that smartly and the ability to get to that zero payment at the end of the loan. Now, the home equity loan is typically a higher interest rate fixed second. Most of the time, the most advantageous home equity loans will be in shorter terms, 20-year loans. You borrow a finite amount of money, you begin making payments the month after your loan is funded, and you make a payment that's the same every single month going all the way along, much as you would an auto loan or any other type of installment loan. There isn't an ability to change those loans once you're in it. You can't borrow more, you can't spend less, and you don't have the ability to do interest only for the most part. There are some local credit unions that will offer you some flexible opportunities when it comes to a home equity loan. But these are the two catalysts for you to be able to tap into your home equity. Now, how you use those funds is 100% up to you and what it is that you plan to do with them. There are lots of people who take out a home equity line of credit or a home equity loan, and they make improvements to their property or they make future investments. When clients ask me how I would guide them in which would be the better catalyst for them as borrowing funds, I always ask, what are you going to do with the money? If you have an immediate need for all of the money and it's for a one-time purchase, and let's say you're 
purchasing an RV or you are immediately putting in a, a new kitchen renovation project that you're going to have to spend all of the cash in the next 30 days, this would be a great opportunity for you to, to take a look at the home equity loan. And the reason that I say that is because it's fixed rate financing, it's secure, it allows you to begin making that payment right away. For those people who are looking at doing projects themselves around the house, and they're going to need to tap into this money over a, a longer period of time, then the home equity line of credit might be most advantageous for them because they're only paying as they borrow and they only need to borrow as the projects are able to come to completion because they're managing them themselves. Or for people who have an investment, but they haven't figured out exactly what that's going to be yet, even and up including to putting a down payment on a home. A home equity line of credit or a home equity loan are allowed funds for down payment in a real estate purchase. So those are borrowed funds, but they are borrowed leverage funds against your other property. And when you get into an environment where you're going to make another purchase, the maximum amount of financing available to you is what you will have to qualify at. So if you have a $200,000 home equity line of credit, and you have a zero balance on that line of credit, right? Now, you don't owe any money. You go to make another purchase. You will be qualified as if you are carrying that $200,000 line of credit balance. The reason being, they need to make sure that you qualify if you were to spend all of that money. And it makes sense when you think about it. So take into consideration that all of those funds and all of the leveraging you have across your properties is going to be utilized to the maximum amount available to you. If you need to access your equity and you need to make a purchase, a larger lump sum purchase, you may want to take a look at the home equity loan option. If you have the need for cash over time or you haven't quite yet earmarked what that investment will be, whether it's real estate or something else in your life, then the home equity line of credit may be the advantage for you. Now, again, fixed rate versus adjustable rate. We went over this a little bit earlier, but an adjustable rate loan is going to fluctuate. It means the interest rate that you pay will not be the same month over month over month. And that means the amount that you owe on those borrowed funds can continue to change. If you're really looking to utilize that equity, but want to be certain of the stability and ensure that you know what your housing expense will be on, on the worst case scenario, then the fixed rate financing is likely going to be for you. Now, take into consideration that those fixed rate seconds, because it's considered a lesser position in the event of default, those interest rates will be higher. And so we're definitely seeing people taking advantage of those higher fixed rate seconds because they want to make sure that they stabilize themselves for future market shifts. For other people who may not necessarily need all of the money at this time, then the home equity line of credit might be their best catalyst because it requires no payment right now. And if they're not needing to use that money right now, there's no sense in paying on it. A home equity line of credit can sit with zero balance and there's typically no fee associated with them in order to maintain them year over year. So it's an opportunity for you to have that equity sort of waiting in the wings. Now, one of the things that we did see in the market downturn in 07, 08, 09 was that as the market shifted and as values came down, the lenders who had provided home equity lines of credit started to cap people at the balance that they owed. Meaning if you owed nothing on your home equity line of credit and you got capped at nothing, you could no longer use that home equity line of credit. If you had a $200,000 line of credit and you only owed 50,000, 
your limit was capped at that 50,000. You could not spend more. You were just in the repayment period, even if you had the interest-only period still available to you. So understanding how these types of loans operated in the past definitely helps people understand what to look out for in terms of market shift going forward. If you need a home equity line of credit or a home equity loan, give me a call. We'll take a break and be back in just a moment with this week's challenge. It's Mortgage Matters with Misha. Once again, here's Misha Dimitruk. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. And my favorite part of the show, the weekly challenge. Now, for those of you who are new to the show every week, I put forth a challenge to all of our listeners and I ask for your feedback. I actively would love to hear from you. I'm not just saying this. I really want to hear how these pieces of information, how these challenges play into your life and what you're able to glean from them as far as did you Did you follow the challenge? What were you able to extract from it? So in looking at all of the ways that we can stabilize our finances and all of the ways that we can continuously get smarter about the things that we're spending on so that we can weigh out the importance of what it is that we are spending on, this week's challenge is about insurance. Now, most of us have a variety of insurance, whether we have health insurance, auto insurance, life insurance, home insurance, all of these insurances are in place to help us in case, just in case. And in case you needed your insurance, do you really have a strong understanding of how your insurance works? Do you understand what your coverage amounts are? Do you understand what your coverage limitations are? And have you given yourself the time and opportunity to sit with an insurance expert to get really smart about the insurance that you're paying for already? Now, the ranges of insurance costs by percentage of income you typically range between 5 and 15% of your monthly income depending on how many types of insurance coverages you have and of course what it is that you have insured but that is a, a sizable amount of money and ranks in the top 5 of things that are consistently paid for by people housing expense groceries automobile expenses and then insurance So it's definitely something that is worth your time to get smarter about, to make sure you understand. And not only just that you understand what your insurance deductible is, how much you would pay in the event that you needed to use your insurance, how much money you would receive or benefits you would get from the insurance coverages that you have, how much will it cover of your home if you have a loss? How much of it of your vehicle will it cover if you have a loss? But also, what are the limitations there? What things are not included? What things do you need to be smarter about? And how can you change your current insurance policy to be smarter and stronger for your financial outcome? Lots of people take into consideration that they would like to have a smaller deductible because in the event that they needed to utilize their insurance, they wouldn't want to have to come up with a sizable amount of money. But more people than not are not utilizing their insurance in these ways. If they had to have a loss, they would wait until it was something that they would pay out of pocket because they would be concerned about using their insurance and then having a claim that would cause their insurance rates to rise afterwards. So generally, when we're talking with homeowners about getting their insurance in place, we want to make sure that they understand the dwelling coverage on what it is that is covered at their property. We want them to understand how the deductible plays into the premium. If they have a higher deductible, meaning how much they would contribute or how much they don't 
receive in pay in order to utilize their credit, excuse me, their insurance, that that is going to affect how much they pay on a monthly basis. So please connect with your insurance agent, find out today what your coverage is, how you can save any money there, and make sure you have an understanding of how to best utilize that insurance. And is it lined up to be to your benefit for you are paying for it already? If you have questions, if you are looking for support or guidance, if you need that formal pre-approval to get out there and capture that greater 9% in listings available out there in the market right now, please give me a call. 831-435-0385 is my phone number. You can call or text there. M-E-S-H-A at EssexMortgage.com. Also Facebook or LinkedIn. This show will rebroadcast tomorrow between 2 and 3 and Sundays between 3 and 4. If you need any help in the meanwhile, I'm always just a phone call away. Be safe and enjoy your week, Bay Area. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.